at the Southeast Collision Conference, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about ADAS. We talked about paint. We talked about glue pulling. We've talked about great customer service and experience and all of these great things. And then Mark Olson showed up and talked about making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. (laughs) And everybody went crazy. So stay tuned for this episode and listen to what Mark talked about in his session. And I'm sure you're going to love it as much as everybody else did. Welcome to Body Bangin', your podcast for all things body. Auto body, that is. And now, introducing Body Bangin's host, Mickey Woods of Mickey Woods Marketing. Mickey is a former auto collision center owner and is now a marketing and business development expert to shops across the globe. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Body Bangin' Podcast. Welcome back. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure you're following us so you don't miss an episode. And right now, we are doing our series where we are talking with people at the Southeast Collision Conference out in Virginia. And before we go any further, I got to make sure to thank my wonderful sponsor, Lombard Equipment. They've been selling equipment for over... 30 years, all the way from Miami to Maine. So if you need equipment, you're on the East Coast, they're the guys to talk to. Today, though, we are talking with the fabulous, notorious Mark Olson from Vico Experts. Hello, Mark. I don't don't know about all that fabulous stuff, but I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) He is here. And he, well, fairly recently presented at the Southeast Collision Conference. We're catching him right after... Uh, his presentation. And he spoke today, Mark, you talked about um, the title I have here is organization and process equals profitability. And you also got a boring title, huh? (laughs) But you also, (laughs) I actually was intrigued. I was like, I feel like I need that class. (laughs) Uh, And I know you got into other things as well. So when you wrote up the title for it, what were, what were you thinking? Where did you, where were you thinking you were going to go with that? Well, I wanted to pick a title that was generic mm. so that people would actually go. Ah. Because that's okay. actually really that was the last slide. Oh. But there was there was 25 slides before that that built up to that concept of organization. And when I and most people think when you say organization that you're trying to organize your tools in a toolbox. Right. And actually the word organization doesn't mean that. What it meant was your organization. Mm. And AKA your culture. Right. But if I were to have said culture and processes, uh. quality people would be like, okay, don't need Boring. that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I so that's but and I find that if I if I can just get people in the chair to listen to what I have to say about organization mm. or culture, they come away from it. In fact, you know, so I I've done hundreds of these at shows and stuff over the years and, yeah. you know, the closing up stuff and all that. And at the end of it, I say, now, if you want a copy of my PowerPoint, um, give me your card and I'll email it to you and you can have it. No problem. Right, right. right? And that tells me how engaged people were in it. Mm. So I had about 95 people in my course today. Uh-huh. Okay. I got 87 cards. Wow. Yeah. Which means... That's amazing. That people are like, oh, we want that because we need that. Yes. And I gave some homework and all that. So it's it's a topic that people think doesn't apply to them, mm. like culture in their organization. But right. all of a sudden, when they see and they walk through how I approach it, they're like, oh my God, 
That's why when I tell somebody to go pick up a broom and sweep the floor, they push back on me. Right. And then you wonder why you have disharmony in your shop. And it's all about your culture, which is all about your personality styles Mm. and your different levels of people in your room. Mm. So you have in your room, I'll kind of give you just a snippet of the course. Yeah. So, So you have the mature or the silent generation, which is they're more than 75 years old. Okay. I didn't have any of those in my uh, in my room today. Okay. But then you have the baby boomers. Right. That go to about 64, 65. Okay. And then if you're born after that, then it's the Gen Xers. Right. And then you go to the Gen, uh, the, then the Gen Yers or the millennials. Mm-hmm. Then you go to the Gen Zers and then the Alphas are less than 11 years old now. Wow. So what I did is I picked out in the, and I pulled out the personality traits of all those generations. Okay. So the gen, the boomers, they want to be independent. They identify with their job and they will stay in a job forever. Right. A Gen Zer will be in their job for a year or two and they're, and they're bored and they're on for something else. Mm. And we wonder why we have friction. Right. Also, people go, you know what? You make me mad. Go sweep the floor. So then when you give them a job to sweep the floor, they think they're in trouble. It's, yeah. all, run, it's all running in the background. Right, you know? right. Um, and then you also have people that are really, you know, nice people. They're amiable. Yes. You have people that are expressives. They're the life of the party. Yeah. You got drivers and you got analyticals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we've got, you know, in that room today, we had four different generational ideals. Okay. And we had, and 25% of each one of those groups is going to be amiable, a driver. And so, and I know that sounds very, very like, like sterile, but if you understand how people are, all of a sudden, you understand how to treat them. Yes. And then you understand how to bring them in. Because if you walk right. up to a Gen Zer, which is like a 30-year-old. Right. Um, and, you know, or, you know, a, a, a millennial uh, Gen Zer, kind of right in the middle there, like 30 years old. Mm-hmm. And you say, here's how we're going to do this. And you hand them a piece of paper. You, they're not going to do it. And mm. the reason why is because their thing is they want to have collaborated with it. They want to sit at the table the first day they walk in. Yeah. That's just yeah. how they are. Mm. So when you bring them in, say, what do you think of this? Mm. And include them in the conversation. All of a sudden they go, hey, here's two things I would change. And yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Then you get the buy-in. Yeah. Mm. And, and so the whole conversation is your employees, but it's also your customers, knowing who your customers are. Right. You know, right. if you treat everybody that, you know, says, you know, hey, if you're a driver... And you're just saying, hey, give me the keys and away we go. But you're talking to an analytical that wants to know every nut bolt screw. Doesn't yeah. work. Right. <laughs> right. So then we so ultimately we come out to the end of it, which is the the golden rule. I asked everybody, what's the golden rule? And they said, Oh, the golden rule is do unto others you would have them do unto you. Yeah. And that doesn't work. Mm. And the reason why yeah, is because I don't want you to do unto me how you want to be done. Yeah. Do unto me how I want to be done. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's, the, and that's the platinum rule. So it was really kind of cool because we, you know, we kind of danced around. We identified the millennials in the room and the Gen Zers and the Xers and and then the personality traits and styles. And then I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm. So I grabbed a Gen Z and I said, stand up, come up to the front. Very interactive. How yeah. do you make a How do you make a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich? So she said, stood up. She goes, okay. Well, I take my bread out of the fridge. And you can just see the Gen Xers like in the fridge. We don't put bread in the fridge. <laughs> right? What kind of but bread do you got? Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but she doesn't want the mold on her bread. Right. Right, or whatever. 
And then she goes, and then I and then I get the peanut butter out of the cupboard, the jelly out of the fridge, and then I grab the knife and I put the peanut butter on. Then I wash the knife. Right. Right. So right, because I don't want to she didn't want to mix the peanut butter with the jelly in the jar, right? Yeah. Okay. So that was the the gen uh the gen Xer or the Gen Z. So now the Gen uh, Y gets up and has a totally different take. In fact, the Gen Xer wanted to actually lick the spoon, not wash it. (laughs) Peanut butter tastes good. And then, you know, and then do you toast it? Do you cut the crust? But we have, Uh uh so we dealt with a boomer, Mm. an X, a Y, and a Z on how to make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. And they were all totally different. Completely different. Wow. And how they were. And then I said, okay, now can you imagine putting you four at a table in a body shop <laughs> trying to figure out how you're going to do a quality control process <laughs> or right. how you're going to do customer experience or how you're going to do, because the boomer is going to say, this is the way it's done. If they're mm-hmm. a driver, they're going to hand it to an amiable Xer mm-hmm. and it's not going to work. Yeah. But there's a conversation that you can use that brings everybody into harmony. Mm. So then that creates your culture. Yeah. In fact, I even had a Gen Xer come up or Zer come up to me and say, "You know what? I finally understand why I switch jobs every two years. Oh, I get bored. Yeah, don't tell me how to do something. You don't include me. I'm gone. Right. That's really interesting. Yeah. Well, as you're saying this, I'm thinking through different situations in my own mind: of <laughs> workplace, spouse, family, yeah. kids. Yeah. You yeah. know, like yeah. everything. Um, I think it really applies to life in general yep. um it does. It, like and you know we're you're at a body shop conference yep. yet this is really how to communicate with people and then like you're saying culture for your business whatever yep. your business is so yep. and and the other interesting thing you pointed out is you know we've got the segments of generational segments but then there's also sub segments based off personality yep so really learning to identify I would imagine would be the biggest part so that then you can speak to that person in the way they need to be communicated with. Yeah. And what I and what I call that, you're dead on, but what I call that, I call that um communicating to discover and understand. So oh, if you ask if, so if I understand you, I can give you what you need, not as a manipulation, but just right. tend, tend to how you want to be. And then we also have um, so I travel around the country. So if I'm in yeah. Seattle. Okay. And I'm dealing with body shop technicians. A lot of them are Vietnamese. Mm. Different culture. Why, in right? Southern California, they're Hispanic, unless I'm up in northern LA, mm-hmm. then they're Armenian. Yeah. If I'm in Chicago, they're Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. If I'm, you know, so different cultures. And, you know, because think about it. So the Gen, um, the Gen Xers don't trust the government. Mm-hmm. We just don't. Right. Right, and the reason why is Watergate, all those different things that were yeah, going yeah. on. But the boomers do, yeah. But they're more about the in the '60s and the '50s, where that was the um, counterculture of like the wars in Vietnam era, and yeah. so everybody's got their experience. Well, people yeah. from other countries have a different experience, right? Right. So understanding that and listening for what they need becomes everything. And so you're saying, with spouse, you're dead mm. on. Mm. This is a life skill, mm. but and I just put it to the body shop, right? Let's yeah. just have you let's have you create a culture that you can win at so you can have a process everybody agrees on and you'll make a lot of money. Yeah. Pretty darn pretty darn simple. <laughs> but 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 if you want to win at life, it's the same thing. Yeah. If you want to get along with your spouse and you're a driver. Mm-hmm. So 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 Mickey, I, I 
sorry I've analyzed you, but you're an expressive, but you're an expressive driver. Yes. You're not, you, you don't really care about being nice, although it's nice to be nice. Yes. And you don't really care about the numbers, although you pay attention. Yes. But you're a driver and you want to have fun. Yeah. Right now, if you, but now I don't know your husband, but mm-hmm. I know that you have one. Yes. And if he's an amiable analytical, you're going to fight. That's exactly what he is. Okay. Well, I don't know. And I don't know that. Right? Probably. But Very, that's, some but, of that. Yeah. But that's the opposite of tracks thing. Right. So how do you celebrate the difference and understand? Yeah. So in fact, my wife, my wife says to me one day, hey, you know, I'm going to let you take the groceries out of the back of the car. Mm. Thank God you're going to let me take the groceries out of the back <laughs> of the car. I really appreciate that. <laughs> right. But she's a driver expressive. Yeah. And I'm amiable and mm. I'm a driver too. Mm. But the reality is, is that I, you know, and then I just go, oh, you're going to let me, are you? Yeah. But then I just beat it to the punch now. It's like, are you going to let me take the groceries out now? Yeah. And, and yeah. we just have fun with it, right? But, right. But that, that could be a clash. That could be a problem. Right. If I think she's trying to dominate and control me. Yes. But it's understanding that's who she is. I don't like it. So I'll play the game back. Then she's like, oh, okay, got it. Right. So, so we can have fun with it. Yeah. Well, Otherwise, I think that- and, and, and the Gen Xers live and grew up now in the divorce era mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the 70s. Yeah. And that changed things. Well, yeah. part of that is people don't trust other people because, mm. you know, I don't trust the government. I don't trust a spouse. I'm right. independent. Leave right. me alone. Right. Well, that's a, that's a collision course. I mean, I've been married <laughs> and divorced. I'm a product of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. Well, I think... Anyways, I could talk forever, as you can yeah, see. No, I, I'm so, I think it's so intriguing. I'm so, I'm so into all of it. And I think, because I look at it from... I work with... I'm like you. I work with a lot of shops. And then I have my own team. And mm-hmm. I want to be the best leader that I can be. And I can see the gaps, even in my, my own personal team. I can yeah. see gaps when I work with other shops and their, their culture, their team. And it's always interesting because it's really a understanding piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, I really strive personally to try to understand what's driving that what person, what's motivating that person. Yeah. Um, and it, it, and it can be difficult sometimes to, yeah. to identify what that is because we we naturally, I think, see life through our lens, and oftentimes it's oh, hard to get do. out of our own way. Yeah. Well, the well, the other thing that I did in there, so um, I'll, and I'll plug Anthony Robbins. So Anthony Robbins does something called a disc profile. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's free and it's online. Yeah. And I take personally, I take the disc profile every three months. Oh wow. Just to see, because over time, things change too. Yeah, that's So as true. a personality, I'm, a, I'm an analytical driver amiable. Okay. And sometimes I have fun. Yeah. But I took it last <laughs> night because I'm in, because right now I'm in business drive on mode. Mm. My thought process today is driver. So when I took it last night, it's absolute driver. Mm. I am not being nice to anybody. Interesting. But when I get back to my office on Monday or Tuesday, I probably will go back, swing back a little more amiable. Right. So right. You, you can change too. Yeah. So who you are with your, your family is not who you are necessarily in business. Right. True. So then, so then you go, oh, well, you know, Uncle Hank, he'd be great for my company. Really? <laughs> so, so then I turn around and, it'll be, and then we do a... Uh, so I have all my employees do the disc profile. Yeah. We do them all the time. We have fun with it. Yeah. They yeah. are fun. They, yeah. And I think it's interesting that you say that because I've done it before and I've done it a few times and it feels like 
And I don't do it as often as you have. I mean, I did one and then like a few years later, I did another one. And uh, as I was doing it, I thought, well, I feel like depending on the day and what I've been through, Mm -hmm. I would answer these questions different. So therefore, it would then spit out a different answer for me. Uh, So I can see how you would... I, I feel like we potentially are a blend of all of the things. We are. We are. So, but it's but it's what's your dominant trait? What's right, coming out? You know, right? And that's you know. So so today was for me. You know, I get up to talk about welds and corrosion protection and body shops and windshields and that's all. <laughs> that's all nice, right? And then right and all that in the body shops. So today, today for me it was really refreshing to get up and talk to people about life. Yeah, and bring life yeah. to a conference. And that's what people said to me afterwards was, you know, mm-hmm. we had no idea what to expect, but oh my god, here's my card. Send that to me. And my goal is to make a big difference with people on Monday. Go back right. and and make a difference in your organizations. Get some culture. So Get where do you like think, humans. like, I know you had, a, what, an hour, hour and a half session. I had an hour. I had an hour. And here we are. It wasn't in, enough. wasn't it, enough. <laughs> I was going to say, here we are in 15 minutes trying to yeah. sum it up. Yeah. Um, for your people that were in the audience, did you said you gave them homework. What's one step that maybe somebody listening right now could... Okay. So the homework I did, I yeah. did two things. Okay. I told everybody to go back to their shop and give everybody in their organization the disk profile. Okay. And I gave them the link. It's free. Go online. Anybody that's listening can do this. Yeah, I'll put um, it in the description. It, yeah. And in fact, I'm happy to give you, I'll send it to you, Okay. my PowerPoint I just did. Great. And then you can send it out to whoever wants it from the podcast. I don't care who gets it. Perfect. Just don't change my name off of it like yeah. it's yours, right? Right, don't, right. Don't plagiarize it, right? Yes, but, yes. But yeah, but it's free. We'll just do it. And okay. then um, but I but I told him, go take the disc profile and then under and then start looking at, and I also talked about how to listen for how somebody is. Mm. So when somebody says, I feel mm. like I want to do that, mm. or I feel think I want to do that, mm-hmm. that actually told you who somebody is, mm. whether they're feeling something or thinking something. Yeah. If you listen to the words. Right. And so if they say, I really feel they're on the amiable area and they say mm-hmm. that I, you know, we're going to do this. They're on the, on the, uh, the driver. <laughs> expressive side, or, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. But listening for in their employees and then giving them what they need. So mm-hmm. I, I, the homework I gave them was to listen for, but mm-hmm. also take the disc profile because I don't tell you who they are. Right. And it's kind of fun. And then make it a game. It's not, this is just life. It's not serious. Um, And then also (laughs) one of the things I did, um, which we weren't set up as a group, Mm -hmm. but here's what I do with all of my employees. And it's so much fun. I give them models like Lego. Okay. I give it to them and I do split them up between, uh, and I don't have any uh, Gen Zers in my company, but I definitely have millennials and uh, Xers and boomers. Yeah. Um, and so I give them all models and I say, build this model. It's a little hundred piece Lego thing. Right. Watch how differently they build. Mm. Very different. But mm. also watch how differently they build from their personality style. Right. The driver's going to just take it out, throw everything in a pile, get to the instructions. Yes, 100%. Right. The analytical is going to take it, take all the pieces, group them by size, color, <laughs> open the instructions, go, oh, they said there's 14. Well, do I have 14? Uh, They're going to kind of uh-huh. slow down to hurry up. Right. You know, in that kind of thing. The amiable is going to kind of watch everybody else and see what they should be doing. <laughs> but, I, but it'll tell you a lot about your people because mm. then you can develop processes in your shop which start to mirror the personalities of your shop. 
and include them in the process. Mm. So at the end of the day, then you get your culture straight. Everybody's going the same direction. Yeah. And you've got a process. How can you not have quality and profit? Right. Right. Pretty simple. Wow. I, I love it. And yeah. we have such a short time. I'm definitely going to have to have you back on. <laughs> um, there's, I have so many questions, but not enough time. Yeah. Okay. So for everybody listening, I'm going to put the link to the disc profile in the description notes. And Mark is so kind to offer his PowerPoint. So if you're interested and want it, email me. My email is also in the description and I will send that out to you so you can take a look at it. And um, the chat. So, and I, I want to repeat something you said. I wrote it down here that I think is for me a really important takeaway is communicate in order to discover and understand. Yeah. I think that is a huge, huge thing rather than communicating so that you hear what I have to say, which is how I think we typically communicate. It's not communication. Right. Right. Yeah. right. No, it's not communication. You're just yeah. you're just you're just a driver shoving it down my throat. Yeah. Yes. Right. But if I can communicate to 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 understand, mm-hmm. so I know how to communicate, that right. shifts the world. Right. Yeah. That's really think about think about, think about how that would work if the politicians did that. Oh. Without an agenda. I mean, just really. Right. You know. I mean, if you start yeah. to look at the profile makeup of a Gen Z. Hmm. And the jet and the millennials, exactly what we're going on today. You know, all the we got all this stuff going on in the socioeconomic and socialism and and transgender and all the stuff that's in the news. Right. If you look at the personality makeup of a Gen Z, this was absolutely predictable. Mm. Just read my PowerPoint, read the Gen X and Gen X, Gen Z, and go, duh. Uh, we, we were okay. going here because of. The personality stock. Interesting. And all we got to do, we got to live together. So we got to communicate. Right, right. And it's conversation. Yeah. And communication is doesn't look like a text or a WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> which which is hard to convince a Gen Z of. Yes. <laughs> Very hard. Yes. <laughs> wow. Anyways, we could talk all day, Mickey. <laughs> I know. I love it. I, I really, really... This is stuff that I totally geek out on, so... <laughs> I'm a a geek about it too. So, yeah, (laughs) super cool. Well, Mark, I appreciate your time. Obviously, you were a great asset to the collision conference, the Southeast Collision Conference today. So, I'm so glad you were able to speak to so many people, influence them. This podcast gets out to thousands of people. So, I feel like the more people we can touch and reach and help, you know, that's that's why we do what we do, right? Yep. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, I will email you my PowerPoint. Yes. And you can send it wonderful. out to whoever wants it and you can put yeah. the Tony Robbins thing in the link and, yeah. you know, and happy understanding people. Yes, I love it. Well, thank you, Mark. And thank you all for listening to today's episode of the Body Banging Podcast. And of course, thank you to Lombard Equipment for being our amazing sponsor. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We have some incredible topics and guests coming your way you will not want to miss. If you are watching on YouTube and don't want to miss the latest and greatest, you'll want to hit the bell after subscribing so you will get a pop-up each time a video podcast goes live. To our devoted fans, 
Would you mind paying it forward and sharing this little gem with someone else you think may benefit from it? Much love from all of us here at Body Bangin', all things Autobody.